0: Welcome back to Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast with your host Dr. Tony G Alvarado. I am so 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 excited to welcome you back to the podcast. This is season 7. Yes, we have we are with today's episode launching season 7 of the Harmonize Your Life podcast. It has been a tremendous 2 years of hosting Um, and facilitating these uh, conversations on self-care, health, wellness, fitness, mental health, every aspect of our lives. Holistic living is what this podcast is all about. And I am so excited to welcome you back to the next wave of conversations that we will be having during season seven of the Harmonize Your Life podcast. If you have been tracking with us over these last two years, then you know that these conversations have been very uh, informative. Um, They have been very inspiring and motivational and helping uh, those of us who want to live a lifestyle of harmony to, uh, to develop strategies for living healthy, for eating healthy, for resting, or for taking better care of ourselves. We launched this podcast in March of 2020. And by God's grace, we are still going today. After two full years of of hosting this podcast, we are still here and we're still excited about bringing these conversations right to you. I'm excited about this month, the month of May. The month of May is National Mental Health Month, and it's a very serious conversation conversation that we need to have around mental health. And so this month, we're going to be looking at mental health from different aspects and um, um, uh, having conversations around uh, mental health and how we can keep ourselves healthy, uh, spirit, soul, and body. All right. And so today's conversation is going to kick us off. We'll be talking today. Our topic today is Lord help my mind, a conversation on faith and mental health with, um, I believe the guests that I have in the podcast studio today is very capable of helping us with this conversation. So we'll be right back and we'll get into it right after this. Well, let's get ready for another wonderful conversation, intriguing conversation, informational and inspirational, I believe our time together will be. So our guest today in the podcast studio is Dr. Carolyn B. Love, B stands for Boston, Carolyn Boston Love. Uh, She is the multi-talented wife of Archbishop Leonard D. Love, who is the senior pastor of the One Church of Jacksonville. Uh, uh, of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, um, She is committed to carrying out ministry and marketplace mandate and to spread the gospel uh, by various ways uh, through social media platforms, television, pulpits, classrooms, civic arenas. Dr. Love ministers to thousands on on a monthly basis. Her style or presentation is unique. Um, as the compassion of Jesus flows through her teachings as she successfully lead um, men and women, thousands of women all over the world. Dr. Love is a former principal for the Duval County School District in Jacksonville, Florida. She currently serves as the co-pastor of her local church. She serves as pastor, leader, m- and mentor for many women in business, ministry, and leadership nationally and internationally. She is the president of True Bible University, executive director of Greater Progressive Community Development Corporation, and the founder of Embodiment Inc. She is a salt after lecturer, workshop presenter, leader, and teacher in cross cultures, in marketplaces, municipalities, and ministry. She operates with a healing and prophetic anointing. Dr. Love gives back to communities through her gifted abilities as author, educator, businesswoman, um, um, uh, uh, social worker, um, clinical uh, social worker, counselor, and civic volunteer advisor. She is the founder of Embodiment Inc., where many are mentored and prepared to expand and advance in life. She is the mother of three children, one son-in-law, one daughter-in-law, nine precious grandchildren. She don't look like she got nine grandchildren, (laughs) one great-grandson. And Dr. Love attributes her success and accomplishments to God, almighty God, and the continuous support from her husband, Dr. Leonard, Archbishop Leonard Love. And I want to tell y'all something. They got married when they were two. (laughs) They got married at two because they celebrated. Last year or this year? Last year. Last year they celebrated 50 years. Yes. And <laughs> marriage. Yes. I think they got married when they were two, y'all. I promise. We were two and a half, Dr. T. <laughs> when she told me they've been married 50 years, I said, girl, you don't even look like you 10 days over 50. <laughs> Dr. So Love, much. thank you for being with us today. Thank yes, you amazing. for gracing the Harmonize Your Life podcast uh, with your presence, your insight, your wisdom, and your expertise. Thank you so much for being with us, sis. Thank
1: you. It's a pleasure to be here. I am excited about this opportunity. I am always just Elated to watch you with your contagious smile. So uh, <laughs> I'm on I'm set on going ready. So uh thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm looking forward to this conversation and this discussion, which is so, so needed. There are some conversations in life that are just difficult to have. And someone has to open up the door and the gate to get it started. So thank you so much. You're to be applauded and Welcome to season number seven, and we're ready to go with you.
0: (laughs) Thank you, sis. I appreciate you. You know, one of the things I want to say before we get into our topic today is um, it's amazing to me how in God's time, how he brings us together, because I've known of you and heard of your ministry for many years, of course, known of your husband and the ministry and the work you all are doing. And so, but through through in God's timing, God connected us through the Global United Fellowship, Bishop Neil Ellison. Uh, and so, I want also want to say to you all, Dr. Love serves on the leadership team of, of the Women's Department for Global United Fellowship. And um, when I took that assignment, when Bishop L- Ellis asked me to take the lead um, of that department, I, one of my first things was. have to build a dream team we got to build a a team of women because none of it this work cannot be done by our by yourself and i recognize that as a leader being in ministry now almost uh, 30 years um, anything that i've done i'm a collaborative leader and i believe in a shared vision and so when you accepted the uh, invitation to come on the leadership team of the women's department it really um, I was blessed, but it really, really let me know that God had called us together for greater work and uh, for such a time as this. So, everything in God's timing, right?
1: Everything, everything in God's timing. We couldn't have made this happen if we tried to. Yeah, with yeah. Distance and miles and responsibilities.
0: And, and, and look, and COVID. Time? And look, right. and we're in a pandemic. <laughs> in a That's pandemic. Right. And yet, God is still weaving relationships and still bringing us together and i appreciate god for that thank you i do so dr love will you share with our audience today share some of your story and how you got into this work this um um you have your own practice um you have clients that you see um 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 um, clinical psychology psychologist or um social worker i'm sorry and so the work that you do as a counselor how did? Why are you passionate about this work? I know you're a pastor, but not all pastors um, are professional counselors as well, right? And so, just talk to us about your path and your story, and why are you passionate about this work? Thank you, Dr.
1: Tony. I am passionate about this work because, in all of my studies and building my skill set professionally. Mm -hmm. There was a part of me that was broken and undeveloped. And so folk who would see me in the workplace, um, a spokesperson for our school district, uh, middle school, elementary school principal, um, TBN. I worked on TBN as one of the Mm -hmm. uh, praise the Lord hosts for 26 years. I remember that. Yes, I was always in the spotlight, and I could function when the light was on. But to be perfectly honest with you, with the lights off, my skill set, the real me would just crumble. And I decided one day, I do not want to live the rest of my life like this. A public success, but a private failure.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I began to say, Lord, help my mind. It was in my head. It was not that I won't even give the devil credit for what was going on with me. It was my mindset needed yeah, to have been developed and matured uh-huh. for the capacity of the weight of the responsibilities of everyday life that I carry you know, a wife, a mother, um, principal, yeah, um, big yeah, yeah. Person, all, you know, all that stuff you do. And then mm-hmm. the pastoring and mm-hmm. all yeah. the responsibilities. And I was able to maneuver, make it and manage publicly. It was just when I got by myself in my car on my way home that you would never know that I was the person that just left out of that public setting. Wow. wow. And, and sometimes Dr. <sighs> Dr. T- Tina, I just got tired of being tired on the inside.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tired. Uh, what they say, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Sick and, tired. Yeah, and, yeah. E-
1: and even though outwardly I was able to, impress and impact, but none of that was resonating with me. Wow. And so it was not another class that I needed. It was not another certification or degree. Mm-hmm. It was not another title. It was time for me to sit down and realistically deal with what was fighting me on the inside. Wow. Wow. And this this led to my track of this studies, you know, give me a school, give me a school district, give me teachers, give me bus drivers, give me cafeteria workers, give me custodians, give me parents, give me PTA, give me the red schoolhouse award. All of those were just just like clockwork. It just happened. Mm -hmm. I'm a very gifted and talented person, but I never came to grips with parts of me on the inside that had not developed the capacity for me to maintain the proper mental balance on the inside. And some folk would never tell their story, but because I'm not there anymore. I am not ashamed. And it became my drive and my passion to help others not become this public success uh-huh. and then a private failure and never making strides forward for yourself to yeah. make it happen for everybody else. But I was lost yeah. trying to make me happen.
0: Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's amazing. You have said so many things here. I mean, you got, you to preach this. You are preach priest, sis. <laughs> you're the priest. I mean, it's so, I mean, we've heard it said, you know, uh, we don't want to be a public success and a private failure, failure. And really when it comes to as, as women, you know, this, this conversation, these conversations, this podcast has been uh, dedicated to women of color wow. and, you know, as women, whether we're in ministry or whether we're, uh, in the C-suite or in corporate America whether we are running, just running our home, mm-hmm. we carry a lot yes. of weight. We carry a lot of burden uh, for our community, for our families, for our churches, for just for the people in our lives. And so, and sometimes we live, particularly those of us who are in the public eye, as a, like you said, as a pastor, being on TBN for many years you and your husband and the notoriety that you gained in ministry, you being an educator, a school principal, um, all that kind of stuff, it puts you in the public eye. So how do we, um, you know, how do we find those spaces when we're in the public and we know that internally we have stuff going on that need to be attended to. So how do we move into getting to the space where we, A, can admit right. that we need help mm-hmm. and then go get the help that we need? Right, Doctor, Dr. Alvarado, it
1: is a part of our culture. It is a part of our ethnicity to make sure that what happens in the house stays in the house and i'd heard that so long in all of my childhood yeah but there was a part of me that had that little twinge of rebelness that
0: (laughs) oh you went i something happened there i can't there you go there okay okay
1: i was gonna keep it in the house but when I got to my own house, oh. I made some choices and decisions that I had seen a strand of emotional illness okay. through my family on my dad's bloodline. Okay. And in about three years, seven of my first cousins, not by marriage, these are my blood relatives committed suicide seven people in three years and all of us were brothers and sisters children and i said to love i said love i don't care what they said you had better get you some help because you know your personal struggle is with depression and and your self-esteem issues and somewhere in you you need to come to grips with what's happening so Mm -hmm. that you'll not end up in the statistics of your bloodline it was it was seven first cousins funerals that they took their own lives that made me say i cannot be silent on this i cannot Hush my mind at times. And if I'm able to control it long enough for me to be in the spotlight or in the workplace, but it's when I'm alone that I have my greatest struggle, Girl, you better do something about that. Okay and I begin that's that is what pushed me to say, yeah, I know you've been taught what state happens in the house stays in the house. I don't want to stay in the house with this by myself. And I sought counseling. One of the things in our community, a lot of people in past times yeah, will say,
0: yeah.
1: we don't do that.
0: Uh-huh. Yes, we
1: do. Yes, we, and do. we need to.
0: Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And you and, know, and I'm, I'm glad that you you brought that up because our topic today is Lord help my mind, faith and mental health. And you and I are both faith leaders. And so why is it that we in the faith community as as well as in our you know our African American community why have, why is it that we feel like we can't have Jesus and a therapist that's right we can't. that's right that's there's right. something there's some stigma around us needing medication or something like that to balance our hormones talk talk a little bit about that so how do you marry the two our faith and our mental health
1: i had faith enough in the God that I served, Dr. Tony, that I knew that there had to be more to life than me struggling with me when I'm by myself. And once I saw the pattern running in my bloodline, I did not want to be a part of the statistics. So I broke the mold. I didn't ask for permission. I didn't ask for validation. I took my smart self enrolled in therapy, got the help that I needed. I was was dedicated and religious to my appointments, just like I am meeting for Sunday morning worship experience. I refused to stay in that spot that when the times of depression and the times of of heaviness and the, the weight that I carried because of responsibility I was not going to spend another year of crying and soaking my pillow at night. And my husband would try to hold me and try to uh, console me. And and I said, I appreciate everything you've done. I love you dearly. But baby, I need help. And he said, do you really have to go? I said, yes, I've already made the appointment. I am set for Wednesday morning at 7.30. I'll be to my school after that. But it, were, it had to be more to life and the God I served. All of the scriptures talked about the faith and the abundance. And he blesses with this. And he promises this. It's not coming unless you do your part. And there was a part that I needed to do to make sure that I was in position uh, to to become all that he promised me. Yeah. And it was not going to happen with me living a double life. I was tired of being, yeah. you, you know what folks say, two-faced it. I um, had the public face, and then I had the sad little girl face that I struggled with. And that was not God's best for me. My my, my a was so tired on the inside that I would be okay on the outside. But in here, I don't know if you've ever felt tired in here. Wow. And I said, I'll not go another day, not like this. And that's when I sought professional help and stayed with my therapist. And because of the, the techniques, the strategy, the therapist helped me to draw a blueprint for my life. Okay. with strategies, a formula to move forward. It was more than just talking conversations. We developed a system for me to guide me because we walk by faith and Uh not by sight. Uh So I had to have a track for my faith to run on. And and I had to set goals for where I wanted to go and where I wanted to end up. Whoever builds a house, you buy all of the materials but you don't have a blueprint, an architectural design, so you know exactly what goes where. I didn't have an architectural structure design for my mind and my mental capacity. I had skills, but I didn't have the personal discipline and the behavior, and I had to shut down and I might be going to, but but I had to shut down no, go ahead. some things in my bloodline and deal with it, call it what it was, and refuse to accept that track in my life. Wow. And that's how we got to the therapist. And I never missed an appointment for nine months. Yes, ma'am. That is what drove me into adding to my career because, because of the track that it put me on and it was not a temporary fix it was not a therapist hype okay there was a mindset change and it happened on the inside of me i was able to take the skills i was able to take the strategies and and smear them on every aspect of my life it was a holistic development that i went through and i am eternally grateful to those trained in that area and the god of my salvation who heard my heart cry. I said, "Lord, help me. Don't let me lose my mind. Don't <laughs> let me take my life.
0: Yeah. And don't
1: let me damage anybody else because hurt
0: people hurt people. hurt other people." You know, the, you I'm I'm telling you thank you for your transparency, for your willingness to even just lay it all out like that. I mean, I I could hear from even just in the way you're explaining it. And I know just in you talking about it, I could feel the the struggle, the anguish that you were in in that time. So I can imagine if you're talking about it and I can feel it, what you were actually feeling during that time. You talked about some strategies that your therapist put you on the track. Can you share with us what some of those strategies were? Yes. Some of the strategies
1: were, we began with, where do you want to go? Well, where, where would you like to end up? Okay. You know where you are. You can look back at where you've been, but where
0: do you want to work towards going? Okay. The therapy explained from the beginning. You said something, where do you want to work toward going? So in other words, this wasn't something that you just going to think of, t- t- uh, you know, you know how we do because we want, change, but we don't want to work. Right. I right, like right. to hear, I heard what you said. Your, your therapist said, where do you want to, your therapist wasn't doing it for you. Right. right you right, have right. to do the work. Okay. Right. She, where do you want to work? Where right. do you want to go?
1: And are you willing to put in the work that mm-hmm. it takes for you to get from where you, where you were to where you are, to where you want to be?
0: That's and like, she said, you know, I got a sign in my gym that says, don't wish for it, work for it. Work for and, um, it. And I have, you know, I have some goals, some, I put some goals out there with my trainer and, and he laid out a blue, he gave me a blueprint of stuff, but guess what? It's on the board, everything he wrote out for me to do, but I have to go and do it.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Where I'm trying to get. Yeah. Where do you want to work? Go ahead. Go ahead. And so you had to identify where you want it to be. Right. And, and it was not her
1: words. She prompted, she probed, but she had me to put it into uh, words and articulate what my heart's desire was. She okay. did none of the work for me, none of it. <laughs> but she was a, an amazing therapist and coach that pulled and prompted me to head in the right direction. And one of the greatest things she helped me with was, when you map this out, you can't just do it Monday through Friday. You cannot take weekends off.
0: Oh, girl, you are <laughs> saying something. Oh my God. She
1: said, oh God. you do not, you do not get a hall pass for the weekends. To think, to do, to drown, to let your guard down, to get off of your path. If anything, intensify your workout on the weekend until you get back to your Monday through Friday.
0: That oh keeps my God. you Girl, in the you're moment. Helping, you're helping me. You're helping everybody on here. Oh, my God. You don't get a hall pass. You got to do it every day. Oh my lord!
1: Every day, every day, every day. Because the every more does it sound
0: like scripture? Though take up our cross daily, 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 daily and follow. Daily, daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. And, and 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 it's
1: it's the same scripture. Things you have to do until Christ be formed in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Labor. Yes. <laughs> I had some things that I had to do until the different shift in my mindset, how I view things, my perception of the scripture. What thus saith the Lord to me? He's not just talking in general. He might have been talking to the Hebrews, he might have been talking to the church at Philippi, Philippi. But what is he saying to Carolyn Love? He is saying to you, girl, get your head on straight and be willing to make your flesh, your memories, your your heart's desires, oh, your no. dreams, all of those have to come under oh. discipline
0: for this to work for you. Now that sounds and like, Dr. Love, that sounds like something my therapist just had me do. Um, just, you know, my mom passed away last year and okay. um, I was slipping off into, coming up to in the month of April, her birthday in um, this month, the month of May is the anniversary of her passing. And I could feel myself going into um, mm. a, a depression of a, a grief, of you know, a real low place in grief. And I was talking to my counselor and I was telling her, I said, I the memories that I was starting to have, I was starting to remember the last few weeks of her life and all those things were coming up. And it was making me really, really sad. And so when we got in our session, she said to me, she said, well, what are the memories that you want to remember? Mm -hmm. And I looked at her and I was like, you know, like, okay, why are you asking me that? And I was like, well, you know, she said, I'm sure you have some good memories of the time. And she said that she said, your mother was, she said, how many years was your mom sick? And I said, she was sick two years. And she said, how long did your mom live? I said, 75 years. She said, so your mom lived longer. Your mom, the number of years she was sick, don't outweigh Mm -hmm. the number of years she wasn't. That's right. Yeah, And she said, so what what memories do you want to remember about your mom? And she said, I want you to begin to train your mind to remember the good things. And she said, and the more you train your mind to remember the good things, the less those bad memories or those sad memories, I got to come up and I start talk, thinking about that. But doesn't the scripture say whatsoever things are honest and lovely and pure? That's think on these. Think on those things. Things we to set our mind to think on the right stuff. Right,
1: right, right, right. That mental reset was the greatest part of my journey forward. And that mental wow. reset meant that I had to be deprogrammed of things that I had tucked away in order for me to cope. That was my coping and my protection mechanism. Okay. So many of those things had to be pulled up and released so that I could go free of them. Yeah. And I am telling you today, Dr. Tony, to have peace of mind like he promised us, to have focus, to have the determination and to be authentic. In your journey forward, I am forever grateful to to God and to my therapist and to the work that I put in. And because it was work, I then said, this is, I think this is what I should be doing. And so maybe two years later, I enrolled in um, becoming a national certified chaplain And so I began a two year process um, for working with chaplains and and as a social worker back in school, working and doing all of this and church and children and all of that. But I was determined that because he brought me out and I know that if it had not been for the Lord's hand on my side, I could have been another one of those siblings or or relatives in my family that the family gathered for another funeral. So my faith and my mental health became a priority for me to work on. And because I knew of his delivering power, I went back to school to get the skill set. I didn't just want to have the ability to pray. I didn't just want to have, you know, that that's what happened to me. But I got the certifications which enabled me to work with folks with dealing with like the same kind of struggles. Yeah. And you can recognize them. Yeah, yeah. You can see them. Yeah. And, Steven, yeah. yeah. And, and I could see behind that smile. <laughs> I don't care what you put on your face, baby. There was a part of you that when you look through your eyes, there was a lens that was not as clear as you needed it to be. And uh, that I went back to school and got the certification. And while I was in school, a uh, part of my internship was working in hospice, end of life care.
0: Oh my God! Oh my Lord! You, get, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk to you after we get done because you don't even know how you're speaking to me right now. <laughs> I you don't even know path. how you're speaking to me right now. Yeah.
1: You know we can exist and we can do,
0: but if you ever and we can exist and we can do, right? Say more. We we learn how to exist. We
1: learn how to do what we have to do, but coming to that place and that position where you thrive, where you where you know that you know that you know that you know. That this is where my this father is would have to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A- a- and that all I've been through back there
0: was really to lead me to this point on, in then. my journey. Because when you have been converted, <laughs> 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 now been- go strengthen the brethren, go strengthen the sisters. And that's what yes, you did. You went yes. back through your own struggle, went back. Then you went and got the training and you come coming back and bringing others out with you. Right, right. I love it. I love it. And that's that that's, that's my purpose. That's my mission.
1: That's my assignment to let folk know I am grateful that I'm still in my right mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I don't praise him for anything else, I praise him that I did not lose my mind. And for the times that I would cry out, Lord, help my mind. I didn't know that he wasn't coming down from heaven and gonna sit and just, you know, just work with my mind with a cup of coffee. He said, No, you got some work to do. I'm gonna make sure you are in in a position with the right people to help you get on track. And because I know how that changed my life, it's now my life's mission. Mission. I still love education, I'm still training, but that's not my profession anymore. There was a shift in me. And, and the education aspect prepared me for uh, newborns through a college level.
0: Yeah. But
1: I never would have been prepared for what happens to us and our parents and our loved ones yeah. when they approach the end of life. Yeah. You You just, you don't see that part mm-hmm. when you're just training for education. And my internship happened to be in hospice, end of life care. And it changed you.
0: Changed me forever. Wow! And so, it, it, I it, it. so, you you just so talk to us. Tell us about Embodiment Inc. What you're doing with that? What is that about?
1: Embodiment Inc. is my mentoring um, component. It's uh, it's my LLC. It's mm-hmm. it's it's where we talk a whole lot. But how much of what we say do we actually embody? I want to not be a copycat of something or someone. I want it to be authentic. And I want it to mean what I say. And so embodiment means you take on and you are actually a living replica of what you say. And so I said that I served an awesome God. I want it to mean that. And so Embodiment Inc. is a mentoring program that I work with men and women um, across the world, uh, travel in and out of the country before COVID, uh, in and out of the country, working with people in um, high profile positions, in governmental positions, in um, um, administrative positions, in corporate America, and in churches, just to let you know that you can only take a group of people just so far Mm -hmm. until you master some things and embodiment means that we are who we represent and so it does Uh yes And, Uh and it doesn't matter you know what your role is the same concepts and principles and the desire to design a blueprint for your life is required And so that's what I do now in Embodiment Inc. I I provide training and mentoring, coaching and counseling. And my last name is Love, but I know that love is a part of life, whether you are living life on a daily basis or you lose a loved one, you still have to close that chapter. And so dealing with the grief part of the disconnect, of a loved one. That's a whole part of life too. And yeah. that's just,
0: I love it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just amazed at how, how similar our stories are. I mean, you went back and got uh, the certification last year. of uh, well in 2020, um, well, I finished it in 2021, but I started in 2020, went back. That's what this whole podcast and the self-care network and Um, I went back and got certified as a health and wellness coach out of my own life and experiences. And now I wanted to get the training so that I can help others. And so now I'm coaching women in this space and hosting the podcast and hosting retreats and, 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 and just really helping people to live a holistic life. Not just, you know what I got tired of, Dr. Love? I got tired of seeing people come to church, sing, dance, and shout but then they go home. Like you said, they, they, they appear to have the joy of the Lord, but then when they go home, they're sad. They, they, their marriage is a mess. They don't have good relationships. Their mm-hmm. finances are all messed up. Their, their health is, is, is messed up. Their numbers are off the chart. Right. They're overweight, just all of that. And it's like, that's not the abundant life Jesus came for us to live. And so my whole I, my whole harmonize your life is about bringing it all together so that yeah. we have a holistic approach to life and that we know how to bring it in a uh, uh, that our life will harmonize bringing my marriage, my family, my children, my relationships, my money, my health, all of it, my fun, you know, all of it my education so that it all works together. Right. And so oh. I appreciate being in this space with, um, what I call, um, healing work, this healing work. Yes. yes. That, yes. that, yes. um, that God has called us to. And, um, it's interesting because ministry is taken on a whole new form.
1: Yes. Yes. A whole yes. New yes.
0: Way of, I mean, you know, we preach, we still preach. I love preaching. Mm-hmm. Right. But when we get done preaching, we got work to do. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. And and during the the
1: pandemic, everybody was aware that there was a global health crisis. So there was the global pandemic due to COVID nineteen. But there were multiple pandemics that were taking place at the same time. Yeah. And mental health was one of those pandemics. Even though COVID got all of the credit, all of the attention, but there were multiple pandemics going on at the same time. And we who are in pastoral roles or leadership roles, we can't just let things happen and we not address them. So mental health and um, financial crisis and homelessness, so many things happen. People just dealing with loneliness and isolation, and yeah, yeah. ever changing, ever evolving rules and regulations and restrictions. It was more than COVID nineteen. Yeah, and we are now. And, having- and don't
0: forget the racial drama. We okay. were yes, absolutely. But the now whole all racial of and political pandemic and racial it. pandemic. All of it. 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 The stress. I did an episode with Dr. Shanae uh, Turan. Um, um, in February, I think it was, or January, January, or February, February, we did, um, and she talked to us, it was in February. She talked to us about pandemic PTSD. Yes. yes. You have, mm-hmm. If you get a chance to go back and look, listen to that episode of my podcast. And she even, she talked about the law. Lo- we don't even know all of the impact. No, ma'am. It, no. It is, we don't know yet. It's going right. to probably be 10 years from now before we really, really see, or more, before we really, really see the impact that this pandemic has had on our mental health, right? our emotional state, spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, people are in a spiritual desert. I mean, That's all right. of it. And so- I'm so grateful to be able to be in this space that God has called us into. And I believe God has called us into this space of of, of helping people really, really, really heal. You know, when Jesus was at the pool of Bethesda, the man, that he asked him, um, the man laid there 38 years. years. Yes, ma'am. 38 years. We're at a place where at the house of grace, the house of abundance, the house where he should have been healed. Right. He was in the house but he wasn't healed he was right there and only a few steps away from his healing right, right. and jesus right. but the question jesus asked him was do you want to be made whole right. and right. i think that as we talk about faith and mental health we got to begin to ask people those hard questions like your therapist asked you, where do you want to go? What is the work that you want to put in? Do you want to be made whole? I'm not going to do it for you. The pastor's is right. not going to do it for you. The therapist is not going to do it for you. God is not going to do it for you. That's it. Right. But do
1: you want to make, be made whole? Are you willing to work through the challenges and the obstacles and, the setbacks because it was not smooth sailing all the way from the beginning. It was sometimes where it felt like I hit the bottom and went back to ground zero and had to work my way back up. But I had some strategies. I had some concept. I had some things to stay on track with. And um, it is not an easy route forward, but it is a very possible route. And you will be forever grateful because you know that. Your outcome could have been totally different. Yeah. I could have been a tombstone representing another another one from my family, but the grace of God wow. kept me wow. and gave me sense enough to forget about what they say. Go get you
0: some help, and wow. I'm eternal. Right. Go get your help. That's right. Yes get your help. Well, Dr. Yeah. Love, I want to just do a little station identification here and let people know, uh, those who are just tuning in, you're listening to the Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast. You can find this podcast on, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the Live internet radio. You can find us there. I want to let the women know that you can um, go to my website at drtonialvarado.com and you can um, um, join the Harmonize Your Life Women's Self Care Network. Join our network of women. For less than $5, I mean, less than a Starbucks cup of coffee, you can join this network. Uh, We have $5 level membership, $10 level membership, $25 level membership. And that gains you access into uh, some other aspects of the network that we don't put out for the general public. You will get access into Tea Time with Dr. Tony, where I bring, where I lead discussions and I bring in others like Dr. Love to um, to lead discussions for us. You help to facilitate this podcast by joining the network. You partner with me in producing this podcast by joining the network. I wanna just let you know that you can go there and be a part of the Harmonize Your Life uh, self-care network. I also want to let you know, ladies, we're getting ready for Aruba. We only have a few spots left. And so if you want to go with us to Aruba, January 5th through the 9th, 2023, we're on our way back to Aruba and we only have a few spots left. So if you want uh, to get in on that, Please, please go to my website, get the information there, email us, and we'll send you the information for Aruba, and you can be a part of what we're doing there. I also want you to know that you can uh, um, you can find this podcast on my youtube channel if you're listening to this podcast and you're not you've not subscribed to my youtube channel i want to encourage you to go there and like and subscribe you, it doesn't cost you anything to subscribe to the youtube channel absolutely nothing with the click of a button you can subscribe and it will let you know and alert you when new episodes drop of this podcast when new episodes drop every Monday during our seasons that we are producing this podcast. Every Monday, a new episode is uploaded to my YouTube channel and you can not only listen, but you can watch this podcast there. When you subscribe to the podcast and you comment and you share the podcast on on, on uh, YouTube, what let me tell you what you're doing you are you are allowing content like this podcast to come up in search engines like Google and and you are uh, when people are looking for information when you are looking for information and others are looking for this type of life changing inspirational informational motivational help that people need um then um things like this podcast will come up in their search engine you and i both know that the internet is flooded with all type of negativity and things that are really not helpful but when you subscribe to this Podcast, when you go to my YouTube channel, you ensure that this type of content comes up in search engines and people that need help can get this type of help. You never know who might be listening to this podcast that might need to hear this podcast at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, four or five in the morning, midnight, when in uh, over in the night, where when most people will commit suicide and they can go on the internet and find something like this, listen to this conversation with Dr. Love, and it can literally change or save somebody's life. So do us a favor and subscribe to this podcast. Share it. If you're listening to this conversation and it's blessing you, don't just keep it for yourself. Share it with somebody else. Okay. So I do want you to know that you can be a part of of, of this podcast by just su- uh, subscribing to my YouTube channel, liking and sharing these episodes. We are listening to oh uh, doc- uh, dr tony's fitness challenge i forgot to put that up there so for the month of may get ready the month of may y'all know for my birthday i'm always throwing out a fitness challenge so the fitness challenge will be will be launching for the month of may we have launched our fitness challenge y'all know me i like for y'all to work out with me for my birthday celebrate my birthday with me by joining my fitness challenge the directions for it are on my website there. Go to my website at drtonyalvarado.com, and you can sign up to be a part of Dr. Tony's Fitness Challenge. Dr. Love, thank you, thank you. I want them to know where they can find you as well. So I'm gonna put your information on the screen and let okay. people know we are listening to Dr. Carolyn Love. We're talking with Dr. Carolyn Love. Carolyn B. Love is our guest today. Um, you can, um, um, she is the founder of embodiment Inc. She is the co-pastor of one church there in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. You can go to her website at drcarolynlove.com and read about, learn about, and sign up for some of the the dynamic work that she is doing. You can find her on Facebook at Carolyn Boston Love. You can find her on Instagram at Dr. Carolyn Love. And I am so glad that she is our Uh, She she has been our dialogue partner as we have launched season seven of the Harmonize Your Life podcast and our first episode, Lord, help my mind, faith and mental health. Dr. Love, I'm going to come pull myself out for a minute and I want you to just give us one final word of encouragement. Okay? Thank you
1: so much for this opportunity to share with you you've only got one mind take great care of it some says that you can't have it all i beg to differ you can have it all you can be all that god wants you to be all that you desire to be find that place called balance and make it a priority your self-care and you being there for you first before you're there for everybody else if i can say anything That's my tip for you. You can have it all. You've just got to have a map and a guide to walk you through that journey. And you can do that. Come on. Do it for yourself. You deserve the break today. God bless you and forever keep you.
0: Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Love, for being our dialogue partner. Listen, friends, thank you for joining in with us this week. Thank you for listening to this podcast, for partnering with me in this podcast, and sharing these life changing conversations. We'll see you again next week on the Harmonize Your Life podcast with Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. See you soon. Hi, this is Dr. Tony Alvarado, and I want to personally invite you to join the Harmonize Your Life Women's Self Care Network. Join us for fitness motivation health and wellness information, inspiration, self-care strategies, and ideas for creating harmony in your life. As a certified health and wellness coach, it is one of my greatest honors to support women in their fitness, health, wellness, and self-care goals. Join the Harmonize Your Life Women's Self-Care Network, and we will do good on your journey.